You know, Lindsey Graham, during his um, beautiful, beautiful monologue uh, rant yesterday during the hearing, and it really was a thing of beauty. I probably watched it two or three more times last night. I watched the clip of it. And, you know, I said yesterday that it was it's it's the greatest rant I've ever heard from a politician ever in my life. And that's not even close to an exaggeration. I think by far it is. And I still and I still believe that the thing that made it so great, um, it, it wasn't just cathartic to listen to, although it was that. But it was also important. OK, not not just important because of the you know, effect it has in this particular situation. But um, important because I think hopefully it showed something to other Republicans, which is you, you, you got to just be sick of this stuff. You've got to just be sick of this stuff from the left and from Democrats and get angry. And when I say get angry, I don't mean, you know, there's, there's the theatrical rehearsed kind of Republican anger that you see during campaigns and everything. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about raw and real where you're not worried about trying to remain friends with these people and you're not worried about how it's going to be awkward at the cocktail party when you see them later, but, but, but really angry and, and, and honest. Um, one of the few times I've seen that from a Republican, and it was a great moment, and it was an important moment, and I think that and I hope that others, other, other Republicans take note of it. But he, he, uh, he, he said something. He said to the Democrats, he said, I, I would never do this to one of your nominees. And he pointed out that he even voted for uh, for Obama's nominees, which he shouldn't have done because their judicial philosophies are disastrous. But either way, the point is, he said, I would never do this to one of your nominees. I would never tear them, ruin them like this, like you're doing. And you know something? That's true. That actually is true. And I... Look, I've, I've, I criticize Republicans all the time. I've criticized Republicans more often than I've criticized Democrats uh, because they're the ones who are supposed to allegedly represent me and my interests. So their failures and betrayals and everything are more important to me. And, uh, and, and so that's why I've, I've criticized them so often. But so I'm going to be the I'm not I'm the last one to say that, oh, Republicans are all perfect and and, and all that stuff, because that's not true. But it is true that Republicans just, they're not going to sink that low like Democrats will. Think about this. Republicans didn't want Merrick Garland confirmed, right? And, and Democrats are still complaining about that. How, look what you did to our nominee. Well, what did they do? They just didn't vote on him. That's all. They didn't want him confirmed, so they didn't vote on him. That's it. And Merrick Garland is, yeah, he didn't get to be on the Supreme Court. Fine. But he can go and live his life and do whatever he wants to do. I assume he's still a judge somewhere and he can do whatever he wants. In fact, in the end, he probably he benefited to some degree by it because his name got out there and he's a sympathetic figure, at least on the left now. Um, and Republicans don't hate him. Nobody hates him. He's fine. He, he, everything worked out fine for him. So that's all. They didn't vote for him. Democrats, though, didn't want Brett Kavanaugh confirmed, so they accused him of being a serial gang rapist and they tried to ruin and destroy his entire life. They ripped him apart limb from limb because they didn't want it. Republicans, Republicans could have tried to do that to Merrick Garland. 
considering they controlled the Senate, they controlled the timing of everything. And, and, and uh, so they, they could have dug into his past, tried to dig up skeletons. I have no idea if he has skeletons in his closet or not, but uh, or they could have made up skeletons if they wanted to. I mean, they could have found someone somewhere to make some kind of accusation and, and, uh, and then uh, destroyed his life that way. But no, instead they just said, we're not going to vote on him. That's all. And that's the difference. In fact, let's look at recent history. Conservatives are very willing to criticize, not just Republicans, but I'm talking about conservatives now. They are very willing to criticize their own uh, in the face of sexual assault allegations. So the liberals that are, that, are, that are saying, well, the only reason why all the conservatives are circling the wagon around Kavanaugh is because they want him on the Supreme Court. No, that's actually not the reason. The reason why conservatives are are now they do want them on the Supreme Court and there is quite a lot at stake here. The lives of children are literally at stake here. But so we do want them on the Supreme Court. But the reason why we're circling the wagons around them is because we think these charges are bogus and trumped up. And we think this whole thing is a coordinated smear campaign because it is. That's the reason we're circling the wagons. But many conservatives came out against um, Roy Moore. No matter how you felt about that, the fact is many conservatives came out against him, even though that was a very important race for conservatives. Many conservatives came out against their own presidential nominee a month before the election after the Access Hollywood tape surfaced. Now, there are also conservatives who will circle the wagons no matter what. But the point is that there does exist a very sizable chunk of conservatives who have a certain standard that they do apply relatively evenly and fairly to everyone. That just does not exist on the left at all. There might be a few, a random few diamonds in the rough who have some kind of something approaching a consistent standard, maybe. But there is not at all any kind of sizable preponderance of leftists who uh, are willing to apply the standard that they set on that you know that are willing to take the standard that they apply to conservatives and apply it to their own. There, 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 just is. There are almost none who are willing to do that. What they're doing to Brett Kavanaugh, they're doing only because they hate him for his ideology, no other reason, and because they hate his ideology, they will stop at nothing, and absolutely nothing. Think about this. There have been almost no Democrats. Or liberals. I want to say no, because I haven't seen any, but maybe there are one or two. I don't know. So there have been almost no Democrats or liberals who have even taken the position that, look, the Ford allegations seem serious. Let's look into those. Okay. But these others, and I don't think that those allegations are are serious or credible, but this is, I'm, I'm trying to describe what might be a somewhat Here's here's a position that the Democrats or leftists could take that is that at least pretends to almost sort of be consistent or semi fair kind of. Right. And that position would be the Ford allegations. uh, Yeah, those are serious. The stuff about gang rape and, and all that kind of stuff. That's absurd. No, they're not. They won't even take that position. Okay, they won't even do that. They believe all of it. All of it. They'll take all of it. 
So they're, they're not going to, they're, there's no discernment at all. They say, yeah, the Ford allegations are serious. Oh, this person's accusing, uh, this person over here is accusing him of being a serial gang rapist who, who, who was part of a rape cartel, a rape mafia with his other friends. And they would literally wait in lines uh, outside of doors to rape unconscious women. And they did this on an almost weekly basis for years at a time. And uh, nobody ever called the police or anything like that. And there's no evidence of it. It never turned up in F- FBI investigation. Yeah, sure. That's true. They'll take that too. They'll take anything, anything at all. If somebody came forward and said that Brett Kavanaugh um, is a serial killer and has has uh, has uh, murdered uh, 50 prostitutes, they, they'd take that also. They'd say, yeah, let's have an FBI investigation into that. It's not an exaggeration. They'll take anything. Um, the Democrats on the committee yesterday, before Kavanaugh had even testified, in fact, before the hearing itself, but even at the hearing, at the hearing, before his testimony, they said, and there were at least three, at least three of them said this. Maybe they all did, some version of it. Uh, they said to Christine Ford, I believe you. Which means, consider what that means. You're at this hearing. You've got the accuser up there giving her uh, version, which, no, again, as we've gone over, no evidence, no witnesses, not only no witnesses, but in fact, there are witnesses that refute what she's saying. Uh, it doesn't remember, remember when, where, how she got there. It remembers almost nothing except for Brett Kavanaugh somehow. She remembers that 100%, and she remembers the laughter, and she remembers a stairwell, okay? It's all she remembers. And she remembers, conveniently, that she only had one beer. She remembers that absolutely. Nothing else. Okay. Um, she's given her version. The accused hasn't even said a word yet at the hearing. And they have already said, we believe you. It's a Ford. Which means, yes, Brett Kavanaugh is a rapist. They said that, they declared that without hearing the other side, just based on the accusation. And then Kavanaugh came out and they demanded an investigation. That was the great thing, you know. Rather than ask the questions themselves... They demanded that Kavanaugh ask for the FBI to ask the questions that they could have just asked if they weren't too busy asking him to ask the FBI to ask him. And by the way, you're hearing from Democrats and liberals that the confirmation, this is what you're hearing. You're hearing that the confirmation uh, would only be delayed by a week. They're saying, look, just delay it by a week. That's all. Just delay it by a week and have the FBI investigate. That's all we're asking for. It's no big deal. Just a week. That's reasonable. And if you don't know any better, if, if you're obtuse, you hear that and you say, well, yeah, okay, that's reasonable. Only a week. I mean, what's it? A week is fine, right? What's, what's a week? What's well, a week after all this? It's a lie. They're liars. Um, it will take a lot longer than a week for the FBI to conduct an investigation. A lot longer. We're talking at least a couple of months Easily long, easily eight or nine months. And they know that. And that's the only reason, the only reason they want an FBI investigation. Because here's the other thing they know. They know that the FBI investigation will amount to nothing. It will do nothing. Because there's nothing to investigate. The accuser has told us everything she remembers. She remembers almost nothing. 
They don't even have a location or a year for when this happened. There's nothing for them to investigate. Let's leave aside the fact that they don't investigate these kinds of things because it's not a federal crime. A groping allegation against a 17-year-old 35 years ago is not a federal crime. It's not within the purview of the FBI. But even if it were, there's nothing to investigate. So all they're going to do is just interview and get statements from everybody concerned, which has already happened. But they know that. They just want to delay it until after the midterms. That's the only reason. They are such liars. Everything out of their mouths is a absolute lie. And even if it did only take a week, which it wouldn't, but I'm just saying, even if it were only a week, or even if they found some other excuse to delay things for a week, uh, the reason why they'd want that week is to dig up more allegations. Well, the point is they already passed their verdict. Okay. They already, they, 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 they already passed their verdict. They passed their verdict before they heard from the accused. It's like a jury. Um, it's like a, it's like a, a, a jury hearing the, ca- the the prosecutor's case and then reaching its verdict saying, okay, he's guilty. So then what's the point of an investigation? There's nothing, nothing that will ever make them change their mind. And that's the one thing, Brett Kavanaugh did a great job. The one thing I wish he had said, uh, which I'm I'm not going to criticize him for not thinking to say this. um, But given the circumstances, I wouldn't have done half as well as he did. But uh, still, the one thing I wish he had said to to these Democrat um, senators who were asking for an investigation, I wish he had said to them, you snakes, you already said before I got up here that you believe her. So what do you want an investigation for? You've already condemned me. What are you even asking me questions for? Why should I even answer your questions? You're not trying to get to the truth. You've already made up your mind. There's nothing I could... You know what he should have said? He should said, Senator, is there anything I could say or present to you that would make you believe me instead of Dr. Ford? Is there anything? Um, no, there's nothing. They kept bringing up Mark Judge. They want to hear from Mark Judge. Mark Judge, you know, Brett Kavanaugh's friend from high school. Subpoena Mark Judge. Well, Mark Judge already denied the allegations under penalty of felony. He's already given a statement. So he said, no, it didn't happen. There's nothing, there's not, here's the thing. If you're saying that a certain event never occurred, well, then there's nothing else to be said about it. You're saying it didn't happen. So that's all. I can't, I can't answer more questions about a thing that I'm telling you didn't happen. That's all I can keep saying is no. But, but, um, and they already got their no. Now, if Mark Judge had said, yeah, this, it, it happened. The party was there. There was some kind of interaction between, uh, between us and Dr. Ford, but it wasn't quite like that. Right. If you had said something like that, well then, okay. Yeah. Then you have a, then you have a, a very real reason for wanting him there in front of you so that he could explain, okay, so it did happen. You're saying it wasn't quite like that. Well, then what happened? But there's no reason to have him there and ask him what happened because he already told you it didn't happen. You can't say anything else about a thing that didn't happen, except all you can keep saying is, 
Didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen. But they want him there anyway. So why do they want him there? Let's think about that. Why, why do the Democrats want Mark Judge, who has already denied it, why do they want him there? Well, um, they want him because he's just a regular guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a regular guy, and he apparently has a substance abuse problem, which is what we learned at the, uh, at the hearing yesterday. And so what they want to do is they want to parade him in front of TV cameras and rip him apart. They want to take this guy in his 50s, been struggling with substance abuse his whole life, apparently. Um, and we could only, I know nothing about his life whatsoever, but someone who, is, who has had those problems for their whole lives, you, know, you can only imagine that there are many other problems compounding on top of that, probably most of the time, you know, problems with your family, with work. Um, somebody who has a substance, who's, who's been struggling with substance abuse their whole life from the age, you know, from teenager to now, in their fifties, most likely that it has not been a, a very happy life. Uh, but just put it that way. Um, so they want to take this guy, um, and they want to parade him in front of TV cameras and they want to rip him apart and dis- dissect his whole life, every detail in front of a national audience they want to utterly ruin and eviscerate this poor guy and then condemn Kavanaugh by association. Because again, there's nothing to ask him about the event because he's saying the event didn't happen. So they're not gonna they wouldn't ask him about that at all. I guarantee you, if they had if they had if they had a judge in front of them, they would ask him almost nothing. They, they probably wouldn't ask him a single question about whether or not this thing even happened. They want to know all the nitty gritty details of his own personal drug use or alcohol use. And they'd want to know all of that. They'd want to know even years where, even later years where he and Kavanaugh hardly saw each other. And then they don't even need to connect him to Kavanaugh directly. They, all they want to do is say, look at this pitiful uh, alcoholic guy that Kavanaugh was hanging around with. You see, they don't need to connect the dots. All they need to do is guilt by association. And so Republicans, of course, aren't going to let them do that. You, th- you think they'd have any mercy on Mark Judge? No, no, they don't care. I mean, they, they, they would rip him to pieces and leave him there just a clump of, of, of matter sitting in front of them and they don't care if he went home and killed himself because of what they did. They, they c- couldn't care. They couldn't possibly care less. Not at all. Someone asked me yesterday, they asked me, uh, how do we come back from this? You know, it, it seems like we've crossed some kind of threshold here. How do we come back from it? Well, I do think in one sense, we crossed the line, the threshold. We entered a place where it really is now just total war. One side observes absolutely no rules of morality or etiquette or anything. I mean, they're even saying now if they get into power that they want to impeach Kavanaugh if he's confirmed. So that means Democrats, if they get into power, they want to impeach a sitting Supreme Court justice and the president. So it's total war for them. Yeah, we should also keep in mind that we really, we, we crossed this threshold long ago. 
And now it's just out in the open, unmistakable. But as I've said many times, we long ago entered a place where there is no common ground between people, no chance of unity. People are just living in different universes. I don't understand how anyone could have watched the hearing yesterday and come away feeling like, yeah, uh, that was fair on Brett Kavanaugh. That was a fair process for him. I don't see how any human with a soul could think that. But there are quite a lot of humans who do in America. And so I, they, they're in a different universe. I, I cannot, they're, they are living in a version of reality. I, I just can't re- relate to them. It'd be like trying to hang out with someone who uh, like just did heroin or something. And you're sober. It's, you, you can't, it's, their, their mind is somewhere way over there. And what, there's no, it's like you're trying to sit down and have a conversation with someone like that. You, you can't do it. It's like trying to you know, sit down and have a conversation with someone who's, uh, who's uh, you know, on LSD or something. You can't, there's no way for you to do that. Because they're up in the twilight zone, right? And that's, that's how it is with the left. They're, just, they're permanently on LSD. They're permanently in the twilight zone. I said yesterday, I, yeah, I know it was, it was a very strong thing to say, but I said yesterday that as I was watching the hearing, all I could think about the Democrats, as I was watching their performance, all I could think is, I'm ashamed to share a country with them. And I, I meant it, and I still mean it. One other thing I want to say here, there, there's a talking point, a really frustrating yet predictable talking point from liberals in the media and on social media, from Democrat politicians and everybody else. And they're saying, what they're saying is that Kavanaugh was too angry yesterday. Um, he was too angry. Some of, them said that, uh, some of them said that this means he doesn't have the temperament to be a Supreme Court justice. Others said that this anger really lets you see how he might rape somebody. I read someone on Twitter yesterday, and, and this was retweeted and liked thousands of times, but they said that <clears throat> watching the hearing, you could really picture Kavanaugh putting his hand over someone's mouth and raping them. Because he was so angry. Now, we, ob- we know, obviously, that if he wasn't angry, they would have said the opposite. They would have said, well, an innocent man would be angry in this situation. He wasn't angry. Where was his anger? Dr. Ford had emotion. He had no emotion. So if he had no emotions, they, w- they would have said he's an emotionless, sociopathic robot, and they could totally see how he might rape somebody. And if he shows emotion, they're going to say, oh, he's an angry hothead. I could totally see how he raped somebody. So no matter what he does, it does not matter He's damned either way. That's the whole point here. That's the whole, that, that's why this whole process is a sham is because the people who are, accu- who are accusing him and orchestrating all of this and who want him off of the court, it does not matter what happens, what he does, what he says, what evidence is presented, what witnesses come forward. None of that matters. None of it matters at all because he's already convicted in their eyes, period. But I can't believe I even have to explain this, but let's, it's okay. Yeah, he, he was angry. He was very angry. And I was, I was glad to see that anger. Not glad at the situation, obviously, but I was glad that uh, he, he let that anger out. And I can't believe that we even need to talk about this, but, but, but why was he angry? For anyone, who's, if anyone who might have watched the hearings or is watching clips now and thinking, oh my goodness, he's so angry. I'm so, it, it's, I, anyone who's, who feels scared or startled by his anger, why would he be angry? I'm so confused. It's so, it's so disturbing that this guy's so angry. Well, if, if anyone is thinking that, let, let, me, let me try to explain. 
Um, imagine, imagine that you have, uh, that you're on the cusp of a, say, some kind of, let's even, in, in fact, we'll even scale this down, okay? We'll scale this down to make it much smaller than what it actually is for Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, because for Brett Kavanaugh, this is playing out on the national, st- the international stage, really. Um, and he's being slandered by the national media and his whole life is being affected. But let's scale it down to something that's more, maybe, you know, more uh, accessible. So imagine at work, you were, you're, you're up for some kind of promotion. And um, there are people at work who don't want you to get that promotion because they want someone else to get it. And so they spread a rumor that you uh, sexually harass. Maybe they start with a rumor that you are a sexual harasser. And then as the, as the days go on, um, the rumors that they're spreading maliciously about you get more and more serious. And, and then they say that, oh, you, uh, you, know, you even have uh, groped a couple of women at work. And then, and then finally they come up with a story that you... Uh, raped a coworker in the bathroom at work, right? And so they're not even, they're not just trying to prevent you from getting this promotion. They're trying to get you fired from your job, get you put in jail. doesn't matter. Um, you know, th- if, if you end up in jail and divorced, fine with them. They are trying to utterly ruin you because you committed the sin of um, performing really well at work and putting yourself up for a promotion. So imagine that. And imagine that went on for two weeks. Um, w- would that make you angry? I mean, how would you feel after two weeks of that? After two weeks of these lies that you've worked so hard your whole life, you've gotten to the point where you've earned a promotion and now, not only is the promotion going to be taken from you, but everything in your life is about to be taken from you. Your job, your marriage, your reputation, everything, based on these lies, rumors, innuendos. Would that make you angry? How would you feel about that? And if you got a chance to confront the people who have orchestrated this, how would you approach it? Would you say, well, gee, guys, I really don't appreciate this. I really don't. Gee, would you stop trying to destroy my life and my marriage and my family? Would you please? You know, I'd really appreciate it if you would stop. Would Would you mind? Oh, you you would mind. Okay, well then continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to continue. Yes, continue continue destroying me. Is that how you? Is that what you would say? Or would you do what Brett Kavanaugh did? And would you be furious and angry and yelling? Well, of course, no, you would take the latter option because you're a human being responding as any human being would. So what, do you expect Brett Kavanaugh? Is he not allowed to be a human being? Is he not allowed to be indignant? Is he not allowed to feel angry at what has happened not only to him but his family? Yeah, I think anger is is totally appropriate here. And anyone who would try to um, hold it against him that he's angry, well, anyone like that, that's just disingenuous at best. All right. Been a long week, everybody. Um, 
Have a good weekend. Talk to you next week. Godspeed.